Welcome to the Salty Geek Podcast, a show of four opinionated nerds talking about everything from comics to games, movies to tech, and science to TV. The first half of the show is filled with discussions of current events in the geek scene, and in the second half we pick a topic and go with it. If you have any suggestions, feel free to shoot us a line at saltygeekpodcast at gmail.com or leave it in the comment section below. All right. All right, Yay. guys. Welcome to the Room of Doom. We are not in our crappy cardboard and duct tape and foam studio Hope anymore. We are just surrounded by cardboard and duct, duct tape, tape and foam, foam <laughs> with the addition of some leather and a lot of fishing poles. And a creepy camera. And a creepy camera, yeah. If, if you're lucky and I can get permission from these guys... You'll be able to see some snippets of this recording. We have a special guest, Sammy. She goes by Holy Unnecessary on Tumblr. That's W-H-O-L-L-Y. Not, you know, holy. Like, oh. Say hi, Sammy. Hi, I'm Sammy. <laughs> you don't have to look at the camera if you don't no. want to. Yeah, We're you don't have TV. to. Hi, I'm you... Sammy. <laughs> that, that works too. But don't block the microphone. My name is Ian. I am your host. Also go by Renegade Warrior. Hi all, I am Jez, also known as Fabricated Geek. I'm Drake, I go by Zombie of Drake. And I'm Nate, clever robot. I'm sick today, so bear with me if I cough, it's all Ian's fault. It's totally my fault. Our clever robot kind of virus. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of Ian's jokes. <laughs> and everyone's going to trample over it. All over it. No, that's alright. That's okay. That's why I love you guys to death. Anyway. That's just awkward. Right? And you're stuck in this small room with me. For news today, uh, we're actually going to be talking about the Mars One. Uh, picks 100 people to compete for one-way trips to the Red Planet. They have pared it down to 100 people who are medically sound. Whether or not they will be good team members is going to be decided more or less via reality TV. So oh, this is Which is the best way to pick anything. Yeah. Whether it's a wife or, you know, a midget or anything. As, as a side note, um, what they're going to be doing isn't too much different from what, the, what NASA has already done several times and what the Russian Cosmonaut Society has done. And what the real world has done. And, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's what the real world has done. You mean the done. TV show? Yes. Just checking. Yes, the TV show. Big Brother? Basically, the, basically the only difference is that, is that they're going to be broadcasting the video that they take. It's not. It's not like it's weird to put astronauts in sealed tubes for weeks at a time and gauge their reactions <laughs> to being confined. But when I do it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you do it, it's considered a crime. Um, yeah, but we'll see how the editing is. Like, yeah. just reality TV in general, they're going to take the worst parts and try to make it interesting. Now, now this is down from they. They originally selected seven hundred and five candidates from the. Um, quarter million or so that originally signed up. So who is uh, who is Mars One? Basically, it's an organization to put humans on the red planet with the intent to colonize it. This is a one-way trip. And they're Dutch, aren't they? It is a, it is a Dutch organization, yes. So it's a private firm that's yeah. trying to put people on Mars to colonize it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how soon do they want to do it? 2024 is the earliest date. Does aren't they planning to launch in like 2018? And they're, then land by they're plan- 2024. They're planning to launch robots in 2018. Okay. So they gotta, they gotta send something no. ahead. Sorry. They're yeah. gonna have to send cargo and, and other things like that ahead, most likely. That's just speculation from me and my lots of research into how to go to Mars. Yeah. I, I'm a little curious to see how that'll, I hate to say interfere, but yeah, interfere with some of the current stuff that NASA's doing up there, like with Curiosity and everything else. Why would it interfere with it? Contamination. There's lots of planet. A lot oh. of what Curiosity is doing is just taking samples. Weirdly enough, I, I, re- I heard something about the uh, samples that they've been taking. Um, they found out that one of the minerals they've been looking for, um, when exposed to flash heating, as in the laser that zaps it, oh, no. actually breaks down organics near it, releasing <laughs> a carbon dioxide and water. We've been um, killing Mars. Well, we yeah we, we're we've humans. That's what we do. We've been killing the evidence that we've been looking for. <laughs> yeah, that's there. Well, here, here's the good thing. There's no atmosphere to kill. A little bit. There's right. a little well, bit of atmosphere. I mean, okay. they're looking for water, and specifically the bacteria, as we talked about last time, that would be in that water. Yeah, but but the problem is, is that the uh, mineral, which I can't remember off the top of my head at the moment, breaks down organics. Uh, um, so that's awful. Like a, wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> so here, here's the thing about that and, and about possible contamination. Now, this isn't something that NASA didn't think about. Curiosity isn't a sterile robot, but what they did is they they picked parts of the planet that were not likely to contain life to send it to. Well, I don't mean for what they're doing right now. I mean, once we have people up there. Well, that that's what I'm kind of okay. getting to. They pick a part of the planet that is the least likely to have life on it. So contaminating it is going to be kind of moot. So the, they picked it so they would not contaminate what was there potentially. Potentially. Yeah. Um, now they could send up a clean robot, but the problem is, is in order to sterilize the the lander and everything that's going there, requires tremendous amounts of heat. Now these computer systems and sensors and all that on on these robots don't like tremendous amounts of heat. So it's kind of a trade-off. Do you spend you know, a billion dollars developing a robot that can handle the sterilization process, or do you just pick a spot where it's going to have the least amount of impact? Now, with the people who land there, uh, it's mostly going to be dome work. So, as long as <laughs> Sam just gave me a face, I've seen biodome. Yeah, <laughs> actually, not too far off. <laughs> so we're sending Polly Shore to Mars. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, nobody point. wants them here. No. <laughs> um, as as far as the contaminate, you know, how are, how are these guys going to be contaminating Mars? Um, the answer is, well, they are going to be contaminating yeah. Mars. That's kind of the point. We're going to be deliberately contaminating Mars with humans, if nothing else. Yeah. The um, the bigger threat is contaminating humans with you, what's whatever on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And we still don't have a very solid idea of that yet. No. No. But well, I guess we'll find out. Were these 100 selected from that volunteer list mm-hmm. um, that was collecting, like, what, almost 2 million, was it? Or is it 2,000? It, 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 was, it was, I believe it was about a million. There is one guy who's local, actually, who I'm ended sure up. there's more than one. Well, there's one guy from Utah that is on that list. Let's so, see if I can find him. Is it Mike I, Lee? Out, out of the... Oh, I wish. <laughs> We're not a politics show. Right, not a politics show, because I'd love to shoot him into outer space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't want him to be the, one of the first people to colonize Mars. Um, but he would never come back. <laughs> anyway, moving on. And moving. Anyway. Not that not kind a, of show. Not nope. that kind of show. Anyway, no. Out of that million or so, um, they selected 705 candidates um, and then subjected them to rigorous medical tests. And only 100 made it through those rigorous medical tests. As a side note, quite a few people detected or you know had cancers or other serious medical issues that they wouldn't have known about had they not been subjected to that medical test. Wow. This is where I could go on a tirade about healthcare, but well, not like, that kind of I'm, show. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to you know, say go get tested for cancer because I actually um, lost an acquaintance two days ago. So well, Not only that, they weren't just pulling people from the U.S. either. Yeah. Th- no, this, this was yeah, worldwide. This, this is worldwide. And, and it is 50 men and 50 women. Well, and I'm looking at this list. Yeah, how uh, else are you going to populate? Uh, United That's States, Philippines, Denmark, Vietnam, Germany, uh, Bolivia. So when we say worldwide, that pretty much covers it. Yeah. Okay, just checking. Russian <laughs> Federation, New Zealand, Japan, Spain, Ukraine, <laughs> Austria. <laughs> Thank you, Animaniacs. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're never going to get them to stop. I know. No, I don't know it's just going to keep going. You don't, know the re- you don't know the rest <laughs> of the countries. Drake does. And Drake he can does. tell you which ones are no longer countries. <laughs> and which ones they need to add. Yep. I think we're good. Anything else on Mars? <laughs> I think that's it. Let's, let's talk about the awesome story. This just reminds me, before I tell anybody what it is, one of the Star Trek movies when Jordy gets his fake eyes finally. And he zooms in to watch a guy pee. <laughs> because that's what you would want to do. Oh, yeah. Contacts. Special contacts that allow for zooming. Lenses? Yep. Yes. Contact, yeah. lenses. contact lenses. Contact lenses. Yes, not people you know. Special not people you know. Telescopic okay. contact lenses. Not, not people that you're connected to on LinkedIn. Indeed. No. So they've got contact lenses now that can zoom up to 3X, which isn't much, but hey, they're in contact lens form which is pretty impressive. They were built by uh, Eric Tremblay from the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology. So the interesting thing about this is that the contact lenses will change their zoom based on blinks and winks. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Now that is 
yeah. the coolest freaking crap I've seen all day. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is awesome. I, I want to be a cyborg so bad. More than I already am with... It's all overrated. Of my, all of my stuff. Things and... My things. My artificial brain and... That's a phone, not a cyber brain. I've, no, it's a cyber brain. No, I, I don't know what you're talking about, man. It, it does most of my memory <laughs> for me now. It, it does so. all my thinking for me. I'm guessing that these aren't high enough so that when you blink, they're going to, you know, pop out or get stuck under your eyelid or so a million other from, things that could happen. From what I can see when I look at them, they're, they're full eye lenses and they have a raised part near the middle of your eye, of course, to contain the telescopes. Those are not uncommon. Uh, people who have severe vision problems and then also... Uh, contact lenses for special effects, like the Riddick lenses, are huge. They're gigantic well, and crazy. Well, those aren't contacts, but you can get contacts. Well, these these ones are. Uh, well, yeah, these ones are yes. by more than contacts. Yeah, but... sclera meaning that they cover yeah. the entirety of your eyeball. The sclera, for those who don't know, is the white part of your eye. Yeah. You know, I would imagine you'll feel them. For sure. It'll probably bug the hell out well, and, of them and for a little while. Part of the development of these is they've been trying to figure out a way that will allow the users to wear them for more than just a short amount of time. Another thing, too, for anyone who doesn't wear contacts and then suddenly starts wearing contacts, in my case it was I was working at a haunted house, they handed me some contacts and said, here, put these in so I could be a vampire. It was awful for like the first three days I had to wear those. <laughs> I would blink them out of my eyes, they would make me cry, and after that, I can yeah. pop in colored contacts without an issue now. The, the first time yeah, I wore I contacts, that. I wore whiteout lenses, oh. and I wore just the one in my one eye yeah, at night. Yeah, that was night. a team effort putting those in, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Was this for LARPing? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember the time I tried to wear whiteout. We couldn't even get the contacts into your eyes. Yeah. With me peeling back your eyelid, you still squinted that hard. Yeah. Ten years of contacts and liquid eyeliner. I just have no more feeling in my eyes. I can do <laughs> like, it now. Yeah, my, my, do you my... just poke your eyes for fun? You do. Holy crap, that's weird. <laughs> you gross. You gross. Hey. But that's your contact. That's Sammy not your actual eye. Oh, okay. I mean, no. It, do you want pink eye? Do it more, eye? but point it at Because yes. that's how you get pink eye. <laughs> Actually, it's not. I assume she washed her hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not gross people. Shut up. <laughs> Don't judge me. Well, most of us are. Fine, maybe you are. <laughs> well, if I Don't gross shame. If I If I'm if I'm so gross, Don't Jess. Fake social justice me. <laughs> That's all I ever do. Jess, <laughs> if I'm so gross, then why don't you just toss me a kitten? And, <laughs> and wow, so terrible segue. All right, yeah, that was an awful segue. But we do need to talk about exploding kittens, yeah, which is a Kickstarter that ended yesterday and was surprise funded. It was actually funded as of its first day. Over a million dollars. It was dollars. funded in its first ten minutes. Yeah, all they were looking for was ten thousand dollars to create a card game about exploding kittens. The goal of this card game is to keep the kittens from exploding. Once one explodes, you lose, game's over. In under an hour, it was financed 1,000%. Mm -hmm. And by the end of it, they raised almost $9 million. It was like $8 million and... 8.7. Yeah. They were looking... For 10,000. They broke a bunch of records. They are the most backed Kickstarter going. Um, they have over 219,000. 219,000. Yes. Not 219,000. Right now, Ooh, it's a day. One of the quotes from one of the creators is uh, We made a promise to more than 200,000 people to ship them this game. That's our highest priority right now. Mm hmm. I mean, it's, they're it's working, insane. Yeah, they're working with Cards Against Humanity in order to get everything printed and shipped really quickly. Um, another really fun thing that they did that not a lot of other Kickstarters do is they made little goals, not necessarily stretch goals, but if you go to their Kickstarter page and scroll down, there's achievements. We'll put a link to it in the comment section and, and description. by whatever. getting these achievements, they would up things and the achievements would be anything from like get this many backers to take a picture with five people dressed up as spider-man in a kayak or <laughs> take a picture of 10 batmans in a hot tub and oh, post them is and that where that came from yeah that's where yeah. that came from okay oh. yeah, you, you wanted batmans 
We got you, Batman. I, and I, for I those who don't know, know enough Batman cosplayers to do that, right? You this is from the creator of the Oatmeal. He's one of the people on it. He did all the art for it, and I did end up backing this in its last hour. <laughs> so we will end up giving a review or maybe a live stream of us all playing this because it will be hilarious. And I also have now, the not safe for work version too. This is a collaboration with uh, Michael Inman, right? Michael, yeah. mm-hmm. also known as the Oatmeal. If you're listening to this and you don't know who the oatmeal is... Go read it. Learn who the oatmeal is. And he is like the messiah of crowdfunding. Because Mm -hmm. he remember his Indiegogo project for Tesla Tesla Museum. Museum. He wanted to raise, what, like a million dollars to buy Tesla's old lab? Yeah. Yeah. And they raised a few times that. Yeah. Yeah. He just rocked it. I think we need to get a... uh, I think we need to get a Kickstarter for this podcast and have him front it for us. <laughs> Jeez. Really? Well, let's talk about Miyazaki Land. Yay! <laughs> Do we need to start with who Miyazaki is first? How about it, lady? Okay, I guess I will go. <laughs> You've been... I am not the largest otaku here at the moment, but I one time was. Uh, oh, come on, Sammy. Miyazaki is a Famous, famous <laughs> Japanese animator. If you've seen Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, Ponyo, the list goes on. These are Princess all... Princess Mononoke. Yeah. And Studio uh, Ghibli. Studio yeah, mm-hmm. Ghibli. These are all his creations. I believe what they are planning on doing is making an amusement park out of this. Kind of like the Wizarding World of Harry Potter <laughs> and Universal Studios, which is one of my favorite places on Earth. I, at the same time, I think it'll be just freaking awesome oh yeah because his his art and ideas are out of this world they're nothing like anybody else makes you just show up and they hand you a mop it's just <laughs> <laughs> you get to clean this wonderful fantasy land get a mop you room with a delivery bag privilege of cleaning this wonderful <laughs> fantasy land and truly experience a Miyazaki <laughs> oh, film one That's thing right. that i'm really hoping they do and anyone who's ever seen Miyazaki films should understand this their food yeah. One thing he is amazing at animating is food. I never watch a Miyazaki film and not come out of it hungry. Right? <laughs> Even Princess Mononoke, which is probably the least of it, has like amazing looking food. And I'm always like, that rice looks delicious. Can I just have, I just want to pick it out of the screen and chew on it for a while. If they can put as much detail into this amusement park as they do into the movies which I have complete faith they do if they get the right studios helping with it. Because, again, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah. If you haven't been there, go there. It's amazing. So do we know where this place is going to live other than in our imagination? Other than in our imagination. And in our hearts? I I don't know that, but I I am looking at the proposed map, and it looks like it'll be kind of like what Disney does where they kind of break up different areas into different lands. So you'll have, like, your... Uh, you know, Ponyo land and your, you know... Princess uh, Mononoke eco-terrorism land. (laughs) (laughs) Eco-terrorism. Are you going to be able to cut people in half with swords? I don't know. Am I going to be able to... Well, really, you can cut people in half with swords anywhere. (laughs) I just want to work for Kiki's Delivery Service. So it looks like like this is just going to be based in Japan. Uh, It doesn't say where in Japan. Here's another thing, though. I mean, a lot of the themes are a little bit more adult, and I guess it won't matter as much because it's Japan. But if you look at Spirited Away, a lot of that takes place in a whorehouse. So are they going to have a whorehouse in the... I don't know. Amusement park? I mean, it would be amusement. Well... A certain kind of amusement. And, I mean, again, a lot (laughs) of this is lost with the English versions because you don't know the meanings of it. But it'll be interesting to see. Spirited Away takes place in a whorehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. It doesn't translate to English well. No. <laughs> you just thought it was a bad Translated in the English. Yes. Well, in all of the, the symbolism and, yeah, and she, all that. She that you, ends you, up as a servant at a really whorehouse. Oh, well, that's could be worse. It, it adds a different level of meaning into that movie that makes it a little bit more terrifying. Yeah. So they're saying here, essentially, Miyazaki designed a, a Ghibli museum, and the creators of this theme park want to take it a bit further. Now, they're probably going to do this with Miyazaki just advising. Uh, They're worried that he's going to be a little too humble to design an entire theme park dedicated to his works, which sounds Is this like, you know, George Lucas advising on Star Wars? 
Y- yeah. No. Okay, no. good. Except well, for... No, they respect Miyazaki. Yeah. <laughs> also, Miyazaki... He doesn't ruin his own creations like George Lucas does. It, 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 he is getting a little sentimental, though, in his old age. Yeah. yeah. My, my, favorite, my favorite story about Miyazaki, though, is relatively recent. They asked... You know, he, he retired from animating. A few months after he'd retired, uh, some journalist asked him in an interview what he, what he had been doing with his retirement. And he said, oh, every day I go to the studio. Yeah. And every, you, you could just hear the internet going... Wait, what? What are you working on now? Yeah. And basically, he's working on his own projects without deadlines. Yeah. Well, there will probably still be stuff coming out. Just It seems to me, when. Miyazaki, it seems to me that he's not so worried about commercial success now because, you he's, know, heck, he's had commercial success. He's there. And now he's just doing shows that he's always kind of wanted to do. Yeah. Which happens um, with a lot of successful creators. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. once once they, they, they say, this is the movie I've always wanted to make. Yeah. But are restricted by studios and, and expectations. And making and, money. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like when George Lucas did, what was that? Was it the World War II fighter plane movie? Red Tails? Red Tails. Hmm. Yeah. You know, that was his pet project. He paid for it. I'd never seen it. But <laughs> so. only one person at this table could name it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've shelved it. How do you want? <laughs> also, I, ironically, maybe ironically, this is what he said about that movie. This is the closest you'll ever come to another Star Wars movie again. Hmm. Sucker. I believe that was irony. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I never. I never know if I'm using irony right. <laughs> You're doing now, irony wrong. I'm di- I don't know. I he, he, the English major approved. He okay. had, he had his hipster card removed. I am wearing a fedora. Is it that's covering not up your hipster, top knot? That's nice yeah. guy. Take that off. <laughs> I'm still wearing it. <laughs> my <laughs> my hair, hair shapes to my fedora. It's hilarious. He takes off his fedora <laughs> and his hair just looks like a fedora. <laughs> it's so what happens when I put on a fedora right wow. after I get out of the shower. Just kind of a quick lead into our uh, feature segment today, which is we're going to be talking about RPGs. Role-playing games, not rocket-propelled grenades. No, (laughs) I got to (laughs) go. I prepared a piece on RPGs. Which kind? I got to go. I'm scared now. Anyway. Um, Anyway. (laughs) Bringing it back around. So the developers of Fallout made an official announcement that they might be making an announcement at next year's E3. Which is stupid. <laughs> it's just the... Hey guys, we're thinking of maybe doing something. Hey, yeah. We might maybe. maybe have something to say. It might be Fallout 4. It might be The Elder Scrolls 6. You don't know. It might be something having to do with Doom that nobody wants. <laughs> no one. I don't do that. I'm just hoping it's wet too. Uh, Drake? Drake? I'm going to completely disagree with you. I have no clue. Because yeah, if they said, do to Dune what they did to Wolfenstein, I am in 100%. Because Wolfenstein was... Oh, which was Wolfenstein? The new one. Fallout 4. Fallout? Which, which new one? The brand spanking new one. The most recent Elder Scrolls. Yeah, so well, like, yeah. Uh, I we will have gotten a no new more. Mad Max movie before we got a new Fallout. This is true. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and and with that, <laughs> please stay tuned after these messages, and we'll get right back into this. <laughs> woo woo! Tumblr, Tumblr. I am not drunk enough to be going woo, but you're I not, just want woo. You're not drunk enough to go. Are you woo? drunk at all? No. So no woo. No woo. Are you smelling her cans? She's seeing if she can smell the vodka in them. Oh, okay. I, I guess you got vodka in these cans. Smell them and find out, because that's apparently no. what you do. I am disappointed. Well, actually, so best drink that you can make. Okay, is... welcome to the mixology hour. <laughs> it's called a tootsie roll. Tootsie roll. You take vanilla vodka, or like the whipped cream vodka, yeah. and Mountain Dew. I'm in. And it tastes like a tootsie roll. There is no reason it should, but it does, and it's amazing. So, so it doesn't taste anything like chocolate. No, it's just kind of a weird waxy thing that gets stuck in your teeth. Uh, 
This show not officially sponsored by Mountain Dew. Or Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> Just, yeah. No, if you actually can see the table from the camera, which I guess we'll find out. Seriously, so we, need, much. we need a Mountain Dew product placement. <laughs> I think we just had the place. And oh, sorry. <laughs> and with that, welcome back, everybody. To the Mountain Dew. To the Mountain Dew hour. Hour. Where we talk really about mixology. Right? That's the show. Is that this show? No, that's not this show. That's, oh. We could do nerd, drink nerd mixes in the nerd future, drinks. though. I think it would be fun. You Enjoy guys, that. You guys want us to we, talk about nerd drinks? If so, we need Isaac for this. Yeah, get that. <laughs> we need Track a down the special guest, yeah. our friend Isaac, the master of booze. He makes a fantastic warp core breach, he does. which is all alcohol, but you cannot taste the alcohol. You, it is deadly. You know, I was being sarcastic deadly. about this being the uh, mixology <laughs> hour, right? Wait. Uh, well, okay. We, so we actually this like is the salty geek, not the lushy geek. Not so this lushy. is the rocket We're angry, grenades not, discussion not then. No, no, no. This is the role playing game. Role playing games. Oh, but, RPGs, but, specifically video game style RPGs. Yeah, we're, we're not touching on LARP or tabletop today. He's <gasps> oh, saved. Sure we aren't. <laughs> it's not our main topic. We're trying to branch out a little bit. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll see how well that works. I said trying. Well, th- this is the part of the show where we pick a topic and we meander around it for about a half hour and try and come back. At the very end. Sometimes. The very end. It, we're, it's tangential. But so... It's a discussion. It's, it's a, a conversation. Discussion. RPGs. Do we want to start with MMOs or with well, some single player, multiplayer? Well, we left we off. We were talking about Bethesda. That's right. Let's talk about... I know I'm trying to be positive, and I'll try, but it's really hard to be positive. Thank you, Sammy. <laughs> Sammy, why are you crying? <laughs> I just love Fallout so much. Why do you love Fallout? I like stealing everything. I want to amass 200 <laughs> bent tin cans, and when I can't do that, I feel like I'm being limited in my options. <laughs> How many wheels of cheese did you steal in Skyrim? Steal? She acquired them. <laughs> they were just lying means. around. They, nobody claimed them. Nobody She's claimed them. She's a kinder. <laughs> that seems fair. <laughs> No, really, how many wheels to cheese? Well, I can't carry that much because I'm a spindly necromancer. In a le- in inadmissible as evidence, I'm a spindly necromancer in Skyrim, and I can't hold that many things. All right. That's what well, God modes for. I guess, you also, need, how many a just... Mule, a pack mule. There's a mod for that. I know. How many just ended up in display in your house, and how many did you actually eat? Um, my house display items are mostly skulls. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Is and inadmissible as evidence. And invisible as evidence. <laughs> now, did you get a variety of cheeses, or did you just go oh for God. one just specific kind? Just straight Nord kind? cheese. Okay, just checking. As Talos intended. As Talos intended. <laughs> is that admissible as evidence? Stray as Talos. We can't hear you. What was that? Not so loud. There's a. (laughs) (laughs) She just grabbed her cup cup in her mouth. I think she just snapped my neck. I didn't hear it. She she does that so she can take your cheese. I don't have any. She didn't know that ahead of time. It's like we were talking about a few weeks ago with Drake Drake killing all of the parents so he could adopt more orphans. (laughs) I did not do that. Uh You did too. No, I didn't. No, he could have, but he uh, didn't. I could have. I didn't. He chose not to create more orphans to add to his little. He did. His orphanage. And then he yes. reloaded his game. Right, his <laughs> character was not actually <laughs> named I, I Fagin. Did not, I did not do that. Drake, what? Quit. That's not I'm factually accurating me. All right, let's no. focus. Yeah, let's focus. So RPGs, Bethesda. I was trying to be positive and having a hard time with the Elder Scrolls Online. I oh. Oh. No. <laughs> but that's, that's not really Bethesda. No. It's, no, uh, they sold off their rights. To who? It was Zenimax? Yeah, Zenimax. Okay. Zenimax. So, who decided to take all of the beautiful artwork from uh, the Elder Scrolls games, as long as you ignore people in Oblivion. Because no one in Oblivion is beautiful. <laughs> they no. made except Marwind, Marwind except was there worse. is a mod for that. Okay. But they took, you know, the realistic styled characters and made them chibi wow characters. Well, trying to be positive. So what they were trying to do is appeal to a wide audience. They were um, trying to appeal to the wow audience. Yeah. 
which which is a wide audience which is a wide audience and and you know what and and I said it before we started recording wow is doing something right they've been on for 10 years it's not it's slowing down a little but it's not going away anytime soon people come back with every release yeah and I think that if the Elder Scrolls Online would have stuck to the spirit of the Elder Scrolls it would have done so which is much what better. people were hoping for and expecting well you yeah. know what I, I wanted I wanted the 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 now iconic Elder Scrolls gameplay in an MMO form where I could do quests and do fun things with my friends and, and steal wheels of cheese and so and, many and yeah and I mean, imagine how much cheese you could steal in a truly open world <laughs> MMO <laughs> That was persistent. <laughs> They'd have to put in a cheese limit. You know who's actually trying to make an open world MMO like that? Paizo. Pathfinder Online. Really? They announced it the year I went to PaizoCon, which was 2009, yeah. I wow. think. <laughs> it was a while ago. Are, are, they, and, are they setting it in, in Galarian? Yes. And the beta comes out. I think the beta might actually currently be out that you can sign up for right now. It has some potential. They were talking a lot in depth about where they wanted to go with it. They wanted to make the kinds of plots where if a group goes and does this thing and kills this one guy, that guy's going to be dead and that might have an effect on the server. So you will have servers with different versions of the world. Hmm. It'll be, be interesting, interesting to see, to see where it goes. Matchmaking and, yeah. and server load. I, I've, got, I've got some issues with Galarian as a world. It does the, you know, everything kitchen sink approach. The problem I have with that is that there are areas of the world that have full-blown robots and lasers and spaceships. Other areas of the world that are people riding around hunting mammoths with sharpened sticks. Which, to me, seems always weird when the you know really smart people of the world who would want to educate people can literally teleport around and download knowledge into people's heads within I, 12 seconds of I guess other. it should also be important to say, for those of you who don't know who Paizo is... If you've heard of Wizards of the Coast with, you know, D&D, Magic the Gathering, and all of that, these are their main competitor. Now that Wizards of the Coast has a competitor. Yeah. Paizo yeah. produces a tabletop RPG called Pathfinder. It is based off of D&D 3.5. Uh, it's, yeah, it's D&D 3.5, but better. It's D&D it, 3.5. Simplified. Yeah. It's cleaned sim- up. It, cleaned it's, up. It's cleaned up. And expanded upon. And expanded yeah. upon. Um, and it also feels more like D&D than D&D 4.0 feels like D&D. <laughs> this is yeah. true. Well, that's because D&D 4 is a board game. That's true. Yeah. It is. We're well, it's, talk it's, about video games. We're going to touch on tabletop. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing it around. It's Final <laughs> Fantasy we, tactics. We put a disclaimer a, in there that, there, that we get tangential, okay? <laughs> and this is very applicable because it'll be interesting to see if taking a tabletop approach to an MMO is going to work. Good job, that's Jess. that's what they're doing. Way to bring it back around. You're welcome. Hey, I just... God damn it. <laughs> way to steal Ian's thunder. Yeah, way to go. I way appreciate go. that. We haven't had an episode of Ian's having fun wrong this yet, and I feel a little weird about it. We'll get um, there. We'll get there. Where were we? I totally lost um, where we were at. The MMOs. So <laughs> Pathfinder we've, Online. Yeah, Pathfinder we've touched Online. Pathfinder Online, Elder Scrolls Online. So Elder Scrolls. Wow. I didn't get done with my thought on Elder Scrolls. So they they simplified out the graphics, uh, and then they, they switched it to a third-person view uh, hotkey system, which is the WoW system. Mm-hmm. Now, this upset a lot of Elder Scrolls fans. A lot. Drake is making a face right now. Yeah, I'm glaring at the microphone. You, you would recoil in fear if, if you were the microphone right now. Uh, now, they didn't completely ignore the outcry from the fans, and they added a first-person view, and they added some more of that kind of classic gameplay, but they still kept the hotkey system, and they still kept all of the same systems that WoW uses, which makes it a WoW clone, which means it's directly competing with WoW, which means... It loses, and and it also alienated a lot of its own yeah its own I, players. I never played it because I watched some gameplay, and I'm like, I don't want to play this game. Well, and I, the the re- the reason you know I was super excited for uh you know Elder Scrolls MMO. I was also super nervous, and all of my nervousness turned out to be justified. Yeah. Um, the reason I really like playing the Elder Scrolls games is for the lore. Yeah. And they just... Oh, they just jacked the lore. Yeah, they just rewrote whatever bits of the lore they wanted to, and this never happened, and, you know, oh, we're just going to make these guys side with each other because they're geographically next to each other. It's not like they've been at war with each other in the lore for <laughs> mm-hmm. literally thousands of years. Yeah. 
Well, and it's a little bit sad, too, because where this whole thing originally came from, you had Skyrim, which so many people loved, and everyone went, I want to play this with my friends. Yeah. Everyone well, was hoping to have Skyrim multiplayer, yeah, and that is not what this is going to be. No. no. Well, it's not or what it is. It's not what it is, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that's what you know. That's what people wanted, and then they try and pull the getting into negative Nancy territory. I'll try and pick it up after this, but they get into the whole idea of, well, it's technical limitations, and it's like, no Lies. BS. If you can have a sixty-four player first-person shooter, you mm-hmm. can you can have an MMO first-person sword fight. And here's another thing I want to touch about on technical limitations, and Nate, this is going to fall a lot on you with the graphics. I a lot of uh, people are saying that they took the graphics down a whole lot because of technical limitations. Which is... There's the game that I have been playing with Nate recently called Secret World, which is a fairly old MMO. It came out several years ago, yeah. And the graphics on that, people look like proportional people. That is true. They, they're they not overly stylized. They look like actual people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a game that takes place in the real world. Well, it, it takes it place is, on Earth. It is a version <laughs> of Earth with a lot of supernatural <laughs> stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, there is a Korean MMO, which is actually, I think it's out now. Oh, no, no, it's not uh, yet. It's not in yet. beta. It's in beta. Uh, so it's in an active beta. It's called... I think um, it's in beta only in Korea. Bas- Korean MMO Black Desert releasing in North America, Europe next year. Uh, and that was last year. So it'll be coming out here this year. Part. It's called Black Desert. And the graphics on it are stunning. Unbelievable. They are... It's ridiculous. You you would expect these kind of graphics out of a PlayStation 4. Or and most IMC. people have seen these these character creation shots online because they're everywhere. They're just they're unbelievable. If you're telling me that character that uh, you know graphic limitations are are what's holding you back, she's getting creeped out at the well. Let smiles. me let me bring this around to to another thing that we've talked about before. In my opinion, limitations are self-imposed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a lot of... We've talked to a lot of people. This is kind of segmenting into our rules discussion last week. People have come up with these limitations of what they believe is possible for a LARP or what is possible for a tabletop or what is possible for a video game. And they are not willing to step outside of their own self-imposed limitations to come up with something new, something revolutionary. You know, and in, in my experience, just because something has always been done a particular way does not make it the best way or the right way to do it. Yeah. Well, Ask think- gamers why mages can't wear armor. <laughs> <laughs> because they never could. Well, guess yeah. what? In the Elder Scrolls, they can. They can. Okay. There's a lot of things now that they can, but there's still things like D&D, where from the beginning they couldn't. So we're just sticking to that because we can. Well, well and no. if, if you branch off and try something new, yes, it is a risk. There's not a guarantee that it'll work. There's not a guarantee that people will like it. But that doesn't mean you should avoid it. And, and actually, the, the limitation on D&D, mages wearing armor, that goes all the way back to Chainmail, which was a tabletop war game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a balance issue there. There are a lot of like weird rules, like the reason that elves are immune to paralysis and sleep spells. <laughs> that goes all the way back to chainmail, because the elves were too strong against the undead armies which, for some reason. Which, if you have a rule that's in there for balance reasons, that's understandable. That's a yeah. different justification yeah. for it. But if your justification is, oh, it's too hard, yeah. that's a load of crap. But this yeah. is also taking a balance issue in one game and then turning it into a rule for... a completely different game where that balance issue it doesn't exist anymore. Well, and if you look at the mechanics for uh, Elder Scrolls, for the Elder Scrolls Mm -hmm. games they are completely different from the mechanics of WoW. Oh, they're night and day. Uh, there is no comparison. Yeah, just just based on you know you have your skills, you you have this skill tree that you level up in action this in-depth skill system in Elder Scrolls that is specific to the world. You know, if you jump enough, your jumping goes up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say Dragon Age is closer to WoW than Skyrim is, or any of the Elder Scrolls. Yeah. I'd agree with that. The, 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 old, uh, the old Elder Scroll games, especially Morrowind, Morrowind was basically second edition D&D rules mm-hmm. as, as ported over as faithfully as they could to a computer game. Going back and playing it now, one of the first things I did was downloaded a combat mod um, <laughs> because I was like, I can't stand to sit here and swing at a mud crab for ten minutes 
missing because my skill with this dagger is too low. How else do you learn how to swing in a mud crab? Um, and the more um, you swing, the higher your dagger skill is going to get. Uh-huh. This is true. See, and now this is reminding me of no, like Neverwinter Nights and Baldur's Gate. The more the more you hit with the dagger, the higher your That's skill true. gets. They're making That's... a new Baldur's Gate. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I haven't heard much about that actually. Are they are they, what rules set are they using? I don't know. They haven't really said much on it besides the fact that it's probably going to take place between Baldur's Gate 1 and Baldur's Gate 2. Which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because there's not a whole lot of time between those games. Please, please tell me that they're calling it Baldur's Gate Balderdash. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that joke. <laughs> this kind of is interesting too because if we look at the RPGs that are based off of D and D rule systems, whether and, it's and Second should... Edition with Thacko or Three Five that we saw a lot of in Neverwinter Nights 2. Yeah. This and, and, goes back to... We should point out that, like, Temple of Elemental Evil uh, and Baldur's Gate and, and those games that are based on D&D uh, &D are actually using D&D &D rules. Which... In, yeah. the, in their mechanics. Is interesting, because it kind of goes back Next to our discussion game. of, you know, stop designing LARPs game. like tabletops. Why are we designing video games like tabletops? See, but it works. It, it, it works does work better. Because it, it works, does the math for you. It does because it's all math-based. And that yeah. goes back to our discussion about LARPs before, is you don't want math in your LARPs. But when you have a computer generating everything for you, it, it's it's basically the same type of thing. You're just rolling dice, but the computer's rolling them for you. I'm going to argue against that, though, and say that they were losing a lot of potential audience. Because if you did not know that rule set going into it, you built a character that was useless. But I think that they also gained a huge player base because of that. Well, and it was made it, it was made to cater to D&D players. Yeah. It was not made to be for everyone. Yeah. Now, However, yeah. Uh Sam just brought up Knights of Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic, mm. which is a Star Wars game which is based on the same exact mechanics. Yeah. yeah. So that was geared toward the general player base. That's true. How long ago did that one come out? Oh, I don't know. Ten really years ago? Ten years. Yeah, 2003, I think. Everybody yeah. tells me they love I remember, Kotar. I remember watching uh, Steve it's a good game. It's fantastic. Yeah. The reason I've gotten through almost all of the Mass Effect trilogy in like two months is that it's pretty much Night's Yield Republic without the branding. Without the branding? <laughs> or lightsabers? Yeah. With well, no, no branding or swords. Or swords. In, in, in two well, and they, three, there are They have things. those biotic amp blades. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hit B fast if you can stab awesome. someone. They are, but... I, want. I, know, right? <laughs> I would love a biotic amp. I, I yeah. I, I just Give me an Omniblade right now. I'll take I'll, it. I want the mini factory. <laughs> so <laughs> so as... The Omni tool. Uh, this, this question's for Sammy and, and for Drake as well. But I, I want Sammy's opinion because I think I know Drake's. Where do you want the next Fallout game to take place? And when? Where and when? Where, where and when? Wherever she can collect a lot of whatever she's interested in. <laughs> a in that lot game. of... Uh, tin can <laughs> Maybe figuring out what's... If you keep taking I-15 north, <laughs> if you can finally get home. No, you you don't want to go home. You don't know what happened in the Utah? I haven't no, played Fallout. Raiders, Raiders, Tell Raiders. Us. You don't you don't want to go. Raiders. You don't want to go to Salt Lake. No, no. <laughs> it, it's it. No, it used to be a stable community, but then as of uh, New Vegas, it had been overrun with Raiders. Yeah, you don't want to go there. You you do not want to go to the ruins of uh, Salt Lake. Yeah. As, as as a side note, Salt Lake got hit by quite a few nukes. Most of the Mormons survived in Vault um, 77, I believe. My level of surprise yeah. is non-existent because um, I live in Utah. Oh, by the way, uh, the Vault 77 experiment, if you haven't played Fallout, each of the vaults was programmed to have a specific malfunction um, in order to generate, you know, excellent social Because testing. all scientists are mad scientists, <laughs> apparently. In Fallout, this is basically true. Um in Vault 77, the one filled with Mormons, what did, what broke down? Oh, the thing that makes new clothes. <laughs> really? Yeah. And, th and then the wa I believe the washing machines for the old clothes were designed to incinerate them. Oh, no. Uh, oh, great. So you have a bunch of sexually pent-up, frustrated people that are suddenly all naked. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. That experiment. So I'd um, imagine that they'd start wearing furniture. <laughs> yeah, also, with the number of quilters barrels. out here, barrels. I'm not too worried. Oil barrels. Oil barrels with suspender straps. Met metal armor. Metal yeah, armor. I, but, but anyway, um, yeah, New, New Zion, as the area was renamed, of course, by the you know settlers coming out. 
did get fairly overrun by raiders. Yeah. Um, there are still holdout communities. Um, it was pretty much like current events as of New Vegas was that they had just gotten word. They, they because, had, no, because you were trying to get a caravan up there, and right. then you got lost in Zion, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, we got overrun by raiders. So... Am I hearing that you guys want it to take place in Zion? No. No. <laughs> Southern California or Texas? Why? More Mad Max. <laughs> because it's more Mad Maxy. Yeah. Uh, Texas so is why not, don't you just Texas play a Mad Max Mad game? Ma Te Texas is not There's more Mad Max. I think this is the Mad Max game. Uh, Without the cars. Yes. Anymore. That's there were cars yeah. in Fallout 2. There needs to be cars. Oh, yeah. I don't know where 1 and 2 have taken I, place. Fallout Fallout one. Land. <laughs> I don't know where one and two is Drake. This is how we know Nate's losing interest. Well, follow Tia. No, this is how we know his cold medicine is his wearing cold off. Medicine. <laughs> or kicking, kicking in. in. No, it's wearing off. Fallout Two took place in uh, New Reno and surrounding areas. I believe you also you also had some Southern California in there, which is the only way they'll ever get anyone to go to Reno. Yeah, yeah. Reno was kind <laughs> yeah. of was kind of a hole. Um, but Still, not no. It's, so was. it's no different than it is now. It's no different than it is now. But Sparks, it, that's where the action. It was is. not as much of a hole as the pit was. The yeah. pit was a literal hole. So well, the pit is a hole. Anyway, um, I'd probably like to see Southern California. Um, it's been transformed into the New California Republic now. Oh yeah. Um, now by Southern California, do you mean like L.A. and surrounding area? Or like area? San Diego. Uh, L.A. and surrounding area. Okay. Taking place in the Legion would be kind of interesting. Well, that's what's that's what's going on in Texas. Te Texas is all oh, Legion yeah. territory. That would suck. Um, well, <laughs> no, I mean not suck as in that would suck to live in, not suck to play in. No, wouldn't so, most of Fallout suck to live in? Yes. Okay. Yes, it yeah. would. <laughs> well, so, except for the pit, apparently. No, the pit or, really sucks bone, to live in. Boneyard is or, not. Boneyard is not too bad. Boneyard is okay because yeah. it's there's the followers of the apocalypse kind of run it, and they're they're yeah. the only good guys. Yeah, well, but the followers of the apocalypse are the only good guys in the Fallout universe, and they're the guys that get screwed off, screwed the worst. The Le Legion territory is is in, is an interesting case. You what you don't want to be in or near is area that the Legion is about to conquer. That's a bad place to be. No, see, you might be okay in the Legion territory. I. Do not want to be in Legion territory. <laughs> okay. You are not a tribal. It's the tribals who get crapped on. Let me pose this question to you yeah. two. What makes Fallout so worth playing besides being able to steal everything? Plot. Openness. Oh, yeah, openness and plot. Okay, so it's everything I wanted in Skyrim and only got half of. Yeah. Uh, it, it, <laughs> there's still it's... no good faction to side with. I mean, but you fine. can take over. Yeah, you can... You can personally take over everything. As far, as far as good plot in the Elder Scrolls games, go play Morrowind. The, the graphics, the graphics are awful, but guess what? There's mods for that, and I know that you have a computer that will run them. Yeah. That's pretty much Drake's catchphrase. There's, there's, there's a, mod a mod for that. For that. A mod for that. Yeah. When you're talking about Bethesda games, it's true. There's a mod for that. If you're playing on PC. If, if you're, you're playing, playing on PC, PC, if you're playing on Xbox, you get screwed. Um, you get sorry, the expansion Sam. packs. You get the expansion packs. But that's packs, not a mod. But, yeah, but, <laughs> but, but the, the sad fact is, is that a lot of the expansion packs are not as good as some of the best mods. Zion is so short. Uh, Why? Not like time, but like but, it's like two stories tall. <laughs> and you can't camp out in the narrows. You'll die. <laughs> You'll drown. Yeah, about You'll that. be dead. What, what other kind of RPGs are you guys fans of? Dragon Age. Dragon Age. Mount so and tiny. Blade. Mountain Blade, of Mountain course. Blade. Drake's been playing Mount and Blade. His Utah accent shows when he I was says not Mountain Blade. I was careful pronouncing this time. You were. It's you not were. a blade of mountains. It's not a blade of mountains. Which would be cool. It would be. It would be cool. Or a mountain not. of blades. Yes. Ooh. Now, what about uh, old school things? I know I've been um, I've been pretty absorbed in uh, Majora's Mask. Actually, came out that game for the so 3DS. Much. It's just so stressful. Why is I it so stressful? Oh, because clocks. they're always counting it's down. It's looking at me. It's looking at Was you. that the one with the big spiders in the tree? That's the one with the moon. And the, the, moon moon is, the moon is going to kill you. It's the one with, with the Danthos series 2 plot. <laughs> the moon is going Danthos to kill you. I am the moon. We played in. 
and the moon. And it, well, and it it's does. constantly got a ticking clock. You have to do everything really fast. And if you like just wandering around and looking at stuff, which is what I, how and I like to play up games. Cheese. Yeah, and letting your entire crew get liquefied by the collectors, um, then <laughs> it's a really stressful game to play because there's just a but, constant like need to rush through the entire game. But mm-hmm. but you can slow it down. But you but you can't make the ticking clock. Well, I don't think you understand my need to there's run a mod around. For that. There no, is a, this is Nintendo. <laughs> there are no mods. Yeah, there are no mods. How I play it though is, I have if I just want to run around, I dedicate uh, that full seventy-two hour cycle to just running around. And then when I want to beat a dungeon, I reset the time and just go play the dungeon. It's stressful. It's not that stressful. <laughs> I'm thinking about um next uh, picking up Chrono Trigger again. I don't know about you guys. You guys like those old school. It, we're we're getting into stuff that is before I owned or was permitted to own game consoles. Or was born? I, yes. <laughs> no? Hang on, when was Chrono Trigger? Chrono Trigger? Trigger? I don't know. Uh, Chrono Trigger wasn't before you were born. Yeah, that's okay. definitely Just a, a, 89, probably. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's well, definitely post-89. Chrono Trigger was old school games in the 90s. Disgaea. Just got, well, yeah, it's kind of old school, early 2000s. Yeah, early 2000s, which at this point is unfortunately old school. Now, what, now wow. I, I know why, but tell everybody else why you liked this guy. Uh, because you could do anything you wanted to your character and level just about everything. You could go into the you know world of mint gum. It was a power gamer's paradise is what he's saying. Yeah. Was there cheese? Yeah, there was cheese, I believe. All right, Sammy. You can even fight cheese monsters. Bent tin cans? I'm not sure if there are bent tin cans or not. I'm not what about it. unbent tin cans? There are little penguin dudes. No tin cans come unbent. Sammy, what's sitting in front of you? Penguin minions. <laughs> okay, oh they are not Everybody bent. who's got full cans, get them off away from Sammy right away. I have bent the tin cans that were sitting in front of you me. You can add them to your collection now. Let's go get you some cheese. <laughs> Oh, jeez. I've had three hours of sleep in the past 36 hours. You said that three hours ago. <laughs> I didn't tell them. So it's now about 39 hours. <laughs> I'm not good at math, but I woke up at 9 o'clock in the morning on Thursday. Savvy's a good friend of ours who uh, was nice enough to come down from Seattle. The, the land of cheese and which we pro- <laughs> Which we probably should have put it in the intro. <laughs> yes. Not, you know, when we're 45 minutes into the show. Uh, well, I know. didn't think it was relevant at the time, and it is relevant now, so... It's probably at just as relevant now as it is then. As it is then. <laughs> my Tumblr URL, that's all you need to know about me. So how about Final Fantasy? Um, the the classic Japanese RPGs. Not a so fan. So I played I, I, the original Final Fantasy when it came out. I know I'm dating myself completely. Yeah, wow. I know. Well, here's the thing. It was, it was yeah, kind of I, funny because I remember, I remember buying days. it. Me and my older brother saved up for it, and we went to Fred Meyer, and we bought it and everything. Fred but anyway, Meyer. yeah. We... Fred Meyer kids. <laughs> no, they, they still exist in Washington. Do yeah, they? They Fred exist Meyer kids, outside of Utah. Kids who are uh, not in Washington is a, uh, is a chain... Department store. Department store. Anyway, um, <laughs> we saved up our forty bucks, which is how much games cost back then. Jeez. Oh, and we bought it. We got the strategy guide for it. We played the crap out of it on our Nintendo, um, and it was a good game. It was so, fun. So what you actually played was Final Fantasy. Was it two? I believe so. Because we didn't get the first one. I believe so. Until later, it was the was first one for us. Number three. Um, and then I played three, which was actually six. My little brother has played like all of the Final Fantasy games, including the ones that we didn't get here. He loves Final Fantasy, but it's not really my thing. I think the last one I <laughs> tried playing was eight. I'm just not. I'm not huge into the JRPGs. I know a lot of people are, I but they're just not really eight. my thing. I never thing. got to the cave. My you biggest know, like, problem. Me the cave. Never got to the cave. <laughs> yeah, there's a cave. <laughs> I think my biggest problem with Final Fantasy is the plots were great and original for their time. That time was before I started gaming, and everything had cloned it by then. And they're very grindy. Yes. Yeah. And the mechanics are just awful. They're getting worse. When I had my first console, which was... Well, I guess it was my second console. It was my PS2. Um, I picked up Final Fantasy twelve Because I was all excited, because Final Fantasy is awesome, and all of my friends loved it. And I got through the area where I had to kill a whole bunch of 
rats and said, this is awful. <laughs> I miss my GameCube. <laughs> and oh, wow. I yeah, never I mean, picked up that game again. <laughs> now, so, one, of, one of my favorite games of all time is Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, I did that, like Tactics. That I game was absolutely advanced. brilliant. The story of it, the story of Tactics was really interesting. Um, yeah. The gameplay was different than the standard Final Fantasy games. I mean, it, it, it was a board game. Yeah, it, yeah. It, well, and, it's and, like and I was saying before, D and D four O is Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, it's, you move around and you do your attack. Yeah, it's about maneuvering. I got Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and I played that all through junior high and high school. Mm-hmm. And I, was I love just, that game. If, if you like tactics, you'll like Disgaea. Yeah, it, yeah. Disgaea is kind of a lot like it, except for you can't get it on a portable medium. Can you? Yeah, you can. Can you? I, I had it on my PSP. Oh, well, oh, I have it for geez. my PSP. Who has a PSP? <laughs> I do. It's a really old one. <laughs> a lot of the anime crowd has PSPs. Most everyone has PS Vita now that had a PSP. Actually, a lot of the anime crowd now has uh, DS. Yeah, well, everyone, their dog who plays Pokemon, myself included. So, I've always wanted to really like it, my but I just can't. I can never get through the games. They they get to the point where it turns out that you have to grind to progress, and I lose interest. The farthest I've gotten is on Final Fantasy Thirteen, where I got through the tubes, and I think I was on the last level, and then I started playing Red Dead Redemption, and I never went back. Um, and my favorite Final Fantasy thing is Final Fantasy VII Advent Children because I didn't have to play it. <laughs> Advent, Children. <laughs> Advent Children was awesome. My favorite Final Fantasy game, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom, yeah. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is what I've always wanted Final Fantasy to be because it's not the turn-based awful system. You have all of the magic system there, but it's... Well, for me, it was button mashing at the time. But yeah. it's actual combat. You hit the thing, you do the thing, and everything's doing. You don't have to wait for it. I, I really I, like Kingdom Hearts. And I <laughs> wish I could have liked Kingdom Hearts more. I wanted to like it, but I couldn't get over how much I hate the Disney characters. The, the Disney characters just drive me up the wall. Yeah. See, no. I, I grew up on Disney. So Sammy Disney just finger-gunned I was, I was raised agreement. with it for... With a great disdain for Disney from my yeah. college professor mother, so I've had it. I'm glad you me. added mother onto that <laughs> because it would have sounded really weird if you said I was raised with a great disdain by my college professor. <laughs> I was also raised by a college professor, my dad. I think uh, I think that rounds out this episode, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think we should throw back to the first episode, though. We mentioned we're, we were unemployed. We do both have jobs now. Oh, yeah, we got jobs. So. Well, I mean, I've had a job. I just went back full time. Don't worry. We're not bums. No, we're not. We we were just unemployed at... And... <laughs> Quit making excuses for yourself. <laughs> I got laid off, okay? All right. Didn't like the company anyway. Uh, <laughs> and then you went to work for the company that laid me off. I know. They're... I like them, though. Don't worry, Drake has a job. I do. don't don't I do. don't leave a comment. Stop writing that comment. Stop <laughs> it. Bunch of bums talking about games in their basement. I didn't get laid off. No, Nate's Nate's a big. He's he's a he's a big cheese. Yeah, he's, something like he's that. He's a big. But you don't get to collect can. me, Sammy. Stop eyeing me like that. <laughs> I'm not a wheel. He's not Nordic cheese. Be. I'm not, he's not Nordic, Nordic cheese. cheese. A, a quick note about cheese in... Oh, um, gosh, this just keeps going. <laughs> cheese in oblivion. If you had a wheel oh of my cheese God, and you had a wedge of cheese, cheese. And, and you stuck them together, you got a potion of fire resistance. What the fuck? <laughs> Alchemy! <laughs> yeah, because that makes complete sense. Uh-huh. I do not want to... yourself wanna... in cheese that you're hard to light on fire. All right, all right. It's all the... I'm putting a bullet lipids? in this one. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us, everybody. Thanks for checking us out. Um, do check out our website, saltygeekpodcast.com. If you came to us via that route, check us out on Facebook at Salty Geek Podcast. As always, you can send comments uh, to us at saltygeekpodcast at, at gmail.com. I'm wondering if you can say that like four more times. I don't know if I can. <laughs> say what? Say so, what? Say what one more time, motherfucker. And now we have to tag it as explicit. Thanks, Ian. It's always been explicit. <laughs> uh, and for those of you wanting to see our faces who don't know us personally, we will be getting photos up soon. Yeah. Look forward to that. It's going to be pretty awesome. What? If... Why are you looking at me? Because I have a job for you. Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Graphic Design. The rest of you need to get your bios up. I don't see any. Mine's up. Oh, okay. Did I, sent... I put yours up? No, actually, you didn't. I sent it to you. You did send it to me. I'll put it up. <laughs> I don't even go here. <laughs> you don't even go here. This isn't high school. <laughs> I know it may seem like it. <laughs>
If if you want to check out my stuff, you can find me at Tumblr at R E N I G A D E Warrior, and you can find me on uh, the Twitter at R E N E G A D E Warrior. I will never find you on the Twitter. You'll never find oh. me on the Twitter. Well, because it's spelled right on the Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> As a teaser for our next episode, I should mention that at least myself and hopefully a couple other people are going to be going to ATK's static rocket test. Ooh, yeah. And we will be reporting back on that. I need to get Space. you. I need to teach you how to Earth. use my GoPro. So I know we said at the top of the show, but where, where can they find your stuff, Drake? Uh, zombie of Drake on Tumblr. That's all, all word. word. Nate? Clever Robot. Tumblr. I'm actually tumbling again. It's kind of weird. And I know. I saw Yay! that. I know. Am I the only tweeter at the table? I have a tweeter. I, have. I don't use mine. Don't use I stopped I... watching Deep Space Nine, and that's all I use mine for, apparently. I still have no idea what the point of tweeter is. <laughs> it's easy to follow people. I know, but I still don't get why people would use tweeter. I don't get it. It is good <laughs> for news. It is outlived its And politics. But we're not that show. So where can we find you, Jess? I not, on fabric- not well, on Twitter. Well, if you she do want to find me on Twitter, I rarely post, but I'm DigiGirlMimi there. Old handle. Now I'm Fabricated Nerd. Geek on Tumblr. Yeah, I like Digimon, okay? <laughs> so, so did I. So it, did I. I still love it. And I am so I excited about the third season, which we will talk about next time. Oh, we, we will? Oh, we will now. All right, guys. We're going. Thanks for listening. Bye See you all. next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye Sammy. Bye. Say it louder. Bye. Goodbye! Ah! <laughs> oh my god. Look at that white floor. <laughs>